What's up, everybody? At Manor Leadership here with Sports Grid Secrets. I want to introduce you to an absolutely amazing athlete and even better human being. Ladies and gentlemen, she is number seven on the field and number one in your hearts. We're going to have an excellent conversation with Miss Aaliyah Frederick. She is a Division I college soccer player at Eastern Michigan University. She's in her third year, started all three years, had some amazing stats as a defender. She is studying to be a dentist, and wow, does she have some insight into the mental game of sports, especially in the aspect of letting the inner dog out. So here's our conversation with Aaliyah. Hope you enjoy and learn how to channel your inner dog. We'll be right back with you. If you're like me, you know that mental toughness is the secret to an athlete's success in sports and life. But you also see that there are huge issues starting to emerge. Like, why do so many athletes lack the mental toughness they need to succeed in their sport? Or, why is it that so few athletes make it to the collegiate level, let alone the pros? Or even, how dumb is it that as many as 60% of college athletes quit their sport before their eligibility is done? These are some of the blaring questions that we as athletes, coaches, teams, and sports parents all face today. This podcast will show you how true competitors like us here in Maynard Leadership's Grit Nation are waging war on average. And we aren't cheating by tapping into the power of the mental game. Follow this podcast while I expose the shocking methods and secrets I am using to help athletes master their mental game and push past average to that next level and stay there. Here's to the new tactics without all those old rusty psychology shackles. My name is Desi and welcome to Sports Grid Secrets by Manor Leadership. All right, so hello Aaliyah. I'm very glad you could join us today. I know Courtney and I have really been looking forward to talking with you, but the first things first, I need to know how many cards have you been given this year? Red, yellow, whatever it may be. <laughs> Luckily, no reds. That that would not be good. But I'd say probably one to two yellows. That's uh, it, huh? Well, as a defender, you can't really you can't get a bunch of cards because if you're getting cards, that means they're bad fouls near near your goal. That's and true. It's, Penalty. The kick. coaches don't like that. They don't like that good at point. all. <laughs> I got a card once. I was a goalie and I tackled someone. That actually happened to us on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I was a little well, aggressive, but hey, I'm, I'm sure your goalie is aggressive too. As long as you go for the ball, I don't care. <laughs> That's great. Well, I do want to compliment you. And as I was telling you before when we were chatting, um, the ultimate athlete compliment, but Mr. Maynard and I would like to thank you for being a fresh breath of air in our classroom and when he was coaching you. Um, you're a real role model and you're a handful of athletes that we always talk about and say that we really hope that our girls will be like. So thank you. Well, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. <laughs> of course. All right, Aaliyah. So we're going to pepper you with some questions now. Sounds good. All right. What are some of the biggest differences that you've noticed from high school to college? In the game, in the actual game, I'd say the speed of it. So mm -hmm. just every everybody is faster. Everyone's stronger, taller. Just yeah athletic all around so your athleticism does not take you as far as it did for me at least in high school um yeah. 
but it also makes it more fun because then you have to play faster and you have to play better and cleaner and more crisp and everyone on your team has to. So it makes the game just better. I think you think more strategy too. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You can't just kick it and run outrun somebody. You actually have to play soccer, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's probably a lot more fun. I mean, plus when you're at a D one school or any co- you know collegiate level now, like you said, I'm just not the fastest or the tallest. It's oh yeah, everyone out there is, is the best from their school. Exactly. And you're not just given a spot. You're competing for that spot every practice, which is kind of like nice that. because everyone is so good that you have to you have to compete for your spot. And it's nice. Yeah. It makes you want it more. Exactly. So, it does. So let me ask you this follow up question to that. What about like the demands of the sport from high school to college and like the mental aspect of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, mentally, mentally, college is a lot, a lot more I wouldn't say draining, but almost taxing because yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't agree with what your coaches say and that happens mm-hmm. anywhere, but <laughs> you don't, you don't really have a say in that. So, <laughs> or if you think you're playing better than someone, but you don't get a chance, you know what? Sorry. And yep. there's no fair playing time in this either. And the thing too, is that like in preseason, you're out there, everyone's out there two days, ice bathing. I mean, it's, it's a full-time job and you're putting oh, yeah. your full effort into it. And then when school starts, you have school on top of it. So it's definitely mentally draining, but it also, it also prepares you almost for life, I think. Which brings me to my question. I, and my question that I wrote down was, um, have you found that everyday life and situations are easier to deal with because of athletics? Like I know myself in the oh, classroom definitely. as a teacher and just some of the workload and things that are expected. When I look at some people who are struggling and, you know, I don't want to say freaking out, but yeah. you can tell it's it's hard on them. I'm just like, big deal. Can you think I, of like no, same situations? Athletics has shaped my life. Definitely. Like I tell people all the time because they're like, well, how do you manage whatever soccer with school? And cause we, we usually play Friday and Sundays. And like this weekend we left Thursday after practice to go to Kent state and we didn't get back mm-hmm. until Sunday night at nine 30. So I yeah. mean, we're gone for four out of the seven days of the week. And, but like I tell people, it forces me to get my work done. Like I had an exam today. So I'm like, I know I have to be, I know I'm gone on the weekend. So I have to be punctual about when I study and when I do my homework and when I get it done. It's, it's nice because it doesn't really allow me to procrastinate. So time yeah. management for sure. Yeah, yes, for point. sure. I re- I mean, I remember two a days. Oh man, brutal. And then, yeah, once you start school, I mean, it's like you're working a 40 hour a week job and going yeah. to full-time school. And you want right. to have a social life in there as well. So like finding that balance. Oh, definitely. Especially with the social life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So what has made you so passionate about sports? I almost, I almost feel like sports gives so much back to me. It's, I think one of my big things is that I'll be stressed from, from school or something else that's going on in my life, but I go to soccer and it's like, I don't have a care in the world. All I'm focused on is playing my sport and just the exercise and just being around your team and doing something you love. I think, and just having something that you can give your time and your full energy and effort to is, it just gives you a sense of being within that sport. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Sometimes, you know, you're, 
could have, be having a bad day, bad week, or whatever's going on in your life, and it's like you step on that field, it's like it all just goes away. Exactly. It's it's crazy. It's like you literally step on the field and you're in a bubble. You have nothing yep. else, nothing else in the world. I mean, during a game, I'm not thinking of anything else. And Absolutely. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like a, it's it like a mind. cleansing almost. It yeah, is. It really is. <laughs> I mean, even now past the point of, well, we still are active, but you know, we're not out there every day doing what you're doing, but I see a good sports story and Mr. Maynard will tell you like, I love sports, whether I play it or not, or if I know a ton about that sport and like, I just get into like watching other athletes compete and it's made me so passionate, like even in that respect, just to see. Yeah. But everybody loves a good sports story. I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those E60s, I love those. Oh Uh yeah, yeah, definitely. Those are great. But let me ask you maybe a more serious question, because um, I want to be honest, you're strong, you're independent, successful female athlete at a D1 school. Mm-hmm. You're not a slouch in the classroom. You're working towards a, a pre-dentistry degree. Um, do you feel like there's a stigma attached to female athletics and success? I th- I Hard think there, <laughs> there is somewhat, and I'm actually a big I love what the women's world cup team is doing like mm-hmm. this. They made a big statement this summer winning and then all the equal pay coming out. And yeah. yeah, it, it is different because I go to the school where we have men's basketball and football. And those are obviously your two biggest sports. Right. But mm-hmm. they also, they treat us female athletes very well. So it's, it's good to see there's really no unequal treatment there. I mean, we pretty much get, Everything football gets besides the muscle milk in the nutrition room because it's not in our budget. But (laughs) (laughs) other than that, (laughs) yeah, nice. I know sometimes too with like success um, and and being a female in sports. I think sometimes people look. Maybe this is just my perception of it, and in my field of my career, um, that you know you're a female and you're talking sports. Like, what do you know? And then I'll say to Desi, yeah, like why do they talk to you before they'll talk to me about sports? And he's like, well, you almost have to prove your point to them. And I'm like, I probably know more about the game and the stats than they ever can imagine. Oh yeah. Do you think that that happens a lot in female athletics? I I think that happens a lot. Even like I'll hear people talking about like nutrition or something in, in the, like just our classrooms. And I'm like, I wish I could like tune in, but there are these big guys who drink in there their creatine and their protein. And I'm like, right. do you even like, like they probably look at me like, what do you know? I'm like, dude, do you want to go like run a hundred with me? I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, they don't. That's so true. You should say that to them. <laughs> you know, it's, I, just, it's funny you say that. I was just telling a story the other day working with, I was working with a coach and, uh, I was telling them about, you know, like football versus girls soccer and just this same concept, you know, males versus me. And I was talking about how we used to put you and Maddie up against uh, <laughs> like some football players and like, and remember Ben? Yeah. And oh, like yeah. how you got, and you and Maddie would almost every time beat them. And I used <laughs> to say all the time, oh, well, you know, people would ask me, what's your hardest, what's your hardest working group? And I'd be like, oh, women's soccer, no doubt. <laughs> I know. You guys would like pump them up so much. Like after practice, you come home and be like, they are just so awesome. They work so hard. <laughs> we loved it. We loved Good. it. If the football team could ever gain that type of work ethic, it'd be great. <laughs> oh, trust me. I see how they deal with the football team here. I'm like, oh gosh, I could not be them. <laughs> <laughs> to ease their own. <laughs> exactly. So, Aaliyah, 
I want to take a, a blast to the past right now and say, okay, if you had five minutes to talk to yourself three or four years ago, what would you tell young Aaliyah? Oh gosh, you're saying in high school? Yeah, yeah. like if you're a freshman or sophomore in high school, what would you tell? What would you tell yourself? What would, what would you say? I think definitely that work ethic beats talent anytime. I know that's so, yeah. it's so cliche, but it's, it's so true because as a, just as a player seeing, I would, I would rather play with someone who is going to work hard a hundred percent of the time rather than someone who's going to give half their energy, but as a, has good talent. Absolutely. So, and that just, that doesn't even go in sports, but in the classroom too. I mean, in oh, college yeah. you see, so you see where people actually apply themselves and when they don't. Mm-hmm. And if you start that in high school, it makes college a hundred times easier, Absolutely. exceptionally easier. So, and then in turn, you know, real life. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Literally in the grand scheme of things. And because basically our, you know, our big thing and the reason that I created this entire business is because I, you know, I like to use sports as my vehicle to build and develop a, a productive human being. Oh yeah. You know, and that can function a- and provide in the real world. I think sports is will prepare you for the real world better than almost anything, honestly. It's no, the idea no. of like this business athlete. Like, okay, after the playing field, you might coach, you might continue playing casually, whatever, but the business athlete now taking everything that you've learned and, and putting it into what you're doing. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, do you think like the mental game of sports is neglected in a sense, um, like in college athlete, well, college athletics and even high school maybe, like, um, that you're not actively I, seeking out the mental preparation every day? I think it is it, definitely in high school. In college, they have, I mean, they have resources for us. Like we have a sports psychologist and stuff like that. But in high school, mm-hmm. definitely, because you don't, you don't realize how much your mental state affects how you play and oh, how you, gosh. and just, just your energy. I mean, if you're mentally there, you're more positive and you're going to play better. And I think a lot of people are like, well, well, why should I care? You know? And I just, right. one of the things, this is, doesn't even have to do about soccer, but, uh, before cross country states, my junior year, my coach was like, I just want you to imagine you running the course. And I was like, yes. why are you doing this? I'm like, why? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck? And you know, you, I actually took the time and closed my eyes, zoned everything yep. out and did it. And it's, it is that mental imagery that you do. And before mm-hmm. every, before every track meet, like before I'd run every race, I'd, close my eyes and just picture myself playing soccer because yes. that's what would call me down. So yeah, that's awesome. Your mental, your mental state, I think is a, has a huge role in your performance on the field. Right. I love that example you gave because um, when I was in high school, I was a big softball player and I, I was a passionate follower of team USA. It was the first Olympic softball team ever. Yeah. And I got to meet a lot of the ladies who were like the, I guess you could say they, they paved the way for, for That's females awesome. playing softball. And um, one of the biggest things they did as they prepared for their first Olympic Games, someone went over, photographed the Olympic Stadium that was built, came back to the U.S., placed it in a room, and the coach walked the, the women into the room and said, okay, open your eyes. And they were staying there inside the Olympic Stadium that they were going to be That's playing awesome. in like two years down the road. And they would go in there constantly and, and practice and visualize. And so oh, when yeah. they walked in that first time, they were totally comfortable in their setting. 
They want gold. So there you go. Exactly. (laughs) So something was working. (laughs) That's right. right. So you said you have a sports psychologist, which is so awesome. And that's one of the newest things that we found um, actually just in the news recently. And um, having to have someone on staff for your mental health. So like what types of things do you guys do? So we I know some girls have gone there because they're struggling with fitness and they just need they need ways to because it's it's not that they can't do the fitness test it's that they mentally psych themselves out so much that they'll fail the test so she comes up with ways like little little schemes to get them not thinking about it while they're running or stuff like that and it works i mean they they love it so i think it's a great great attribute to have excellent yeah i know it's funny you say that because that was one of my big obstacles when i was in college was the fitness test Mm-hmm. Same like here. Every time we would come back from like Christmas vacation or spring break, we always did a, a conditioning oh, yeah. test. And I would psych myself out so bad that I would be, that I'd fail. I, I failed, and, probably failed more than I passed. And it was yeah. not, it had nothing to do with my body. It was a hundred percent my mind. Exactly. And I see a lot of people fail like the second to last one. And I'm like, you are literally right there, right there. Right. Right. And it's, and it's, and I'm like, I know your legs can do it. I know they can. Right. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with your body. If your mind just tells your legs, they can do it. They can. Oh yeah, definitely. Yep. Very good. Okay. So, um, would you agree that there's a lot of athletes who don't make it their full four years talking about quitting, um, maybe dropping out because of this, that, or the other, yeah, I think I think a lot do. And I also a lot of it, I think, depends on the coach, because yeah. you have to love that sport. And if a coach is going to ruin it for you, then it's it's not going to be fun. Um, right. But also at the same time in college, it's more competitive. So you might come mm-hmm. to college thinking you're the best of the best. And then you get there and you get knocked off your pedestal. And then it's like, mm-hmm. well, and then mm-hmm. you don't let's say you don't agree with your coach. You're like, well he's wrong. I should be playing or whatever. And then you're just right. like, okay, I'm done then. And so you it's think like, they're mentally affected. Yeah. I think, I think mentally more than physically. Mm-hmm. So like, what would you say to an athlete? Like, you know, they're halfway through their freshman year or something like that. And maybe you've already approached this and you do with younger girls now. That's like, you know what? I just don't know if this is for me. It's a lot of work. It's, you know, I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I like the coach. Like, what would you say to that athlete? I'm, I just like, I'm like, you will get your shot. I mean, a prime, prime example, a girl on my team, she's in my grade and she had her first career start. She's a goalie first career start this weekend. And she blew it out of the water. She did awesome. amazing. And I texted her last week cause she was upset cause she, and it, it amazes me cause she came to practice every day with the mentality that it was a game and she came to train for two mm-hmm. years for two years and she just yeah. got her first career start. And I remember last week texting her, I was like, don't be upset. I'm like, your time will come. And yep. you have, and your time will come to prove yourself. And she, she overproved herself this weekend. I mean, she stopped a penalty kick. She, she kept us in a lot of games. She got us our win on Friday versus Kent. And I, she just, she's a prime example of what you're asking. I think. That's awesome. That's, so, that is, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think my first, I got redshirted my first year. My second year, I played five plays the entire yeah. season. So 11 games, I played five plays. 
And that's, and then just, it took that's me, mentally, yeah. Yeah. It's taxing. It's like you said, I mean, two years. For me, it was two and a half years. That was actually, I was going to start my third year. And the conditioning test, I I passed like the first 14 110s. Mm-hmm. And then, so you, if you did, you didn't have to even run the last two. Well, yeah. my coach got in my ear and I ran the last two. And on the second to last one, I blew my quad <gasps> and was out oh for my. like five, six weeks. Jeez. So then I had to fight through that. So I didn't actually get my first official start until halfway through my third year. Yeah. And that was just, Jeez. oh man, it was so tough. Okay, so before we got disconnected, we were talking about just things that kind of set the athlete back. And I was starting to mention that, you know, I got injured my junior year. And um, for the entire season, I sat out and had to come to practice every day, went on every road trip. And that really, for me, was mentally taxing because more than anything, I wanted to be on the field and helping my team. So, I mean, I would say, you know, a lot of these athletes that come into college with this mindset that they're going to play four years, I think they need to be mentally prepared because, like we said, you might butt heads with your coach. You know, it's going to be demanding. Mm-hmm. There's more than just the sport because you're creating a person. Like, you're, you know, you're developing this this human that's going to go out in the world beyond sports. And oh, yeah. um, injuries are going to happen. And mentally prepara- preparing yourself is going to be like the biggest key. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. 100%. I know my, um, my freshman year, there was probably about close to 20 girls that came out for the softball team. And by the time we graduated, there was four of us left. Four wow. that stuck it out. Um, and I know Mr. Maynard had serious, you know, similar experiences. I don't oh, know how yeah. it has been for you with your um, incoming class, but have you seen any of the girls kind of drop off? Our, we actually had 10 our incoming year and we all of us are still here. But um, the girls who graduated my freshman year, I think there was six or seven of them um, who came in and only two ended up lasting wow. four years. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. I definitely see it. Yeah. All right, Aaliyah. So one of the last big questions that I have for you that has kind of came up uh, recently is this concept of getting the dog out of a female athlete, getting that extra fight, that next level, having them get out of their comfort zone. Um, I guess. So let's ask this. How do you channel your inner dog? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that question. So. For me, I think this goes for a lot of athletes. I'm very, very competitive, and that's at anything I do, not just sports. I mean, yeah. school, just simple games that I play with my boyfriend, and we both want to win, and usually I win, but that's good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I think competition is a huge, huge way to get a fight out of any any true athlete. But at the same time, um, that what goes with that is, is having a team atmosphere. Like I've, I love my team. If someone's, if, if it, someone's going to hit, like take someone out of my team, you better know that I got have your number and I, <laughs> I know right. who you are now. So I think it's, Absolutely. I think it's that competitive atmosphere, but also the team atmosphere. I mean, we're, we go through hell and back together. I mean, from right. preseason mm-hmm. to, to the end of the season, you're, you're with each other constantly and you almost become like sisters. So I think yeah. it's, it's that bond and mixed with everyone's drive for competition that really brings it out. Yeah. So what would you, let me ask you this follow-up question. So what would you say to a female athlete? that's like a junior in high school, 
you know, talented, getting some looks, uh, you know, you know, wants to go to the next level, but is just kind of nervous about, you know, letting it about leaving it all on the field, leaving it all on the court, whatever it may be. Yeah. Like they're and, afraid what people think or how they look. Cause yeah. let's face oh, it. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, what would you say to that girl? I'd say who cares if you're a tryhard. I got called a tryhard so many times in high school. I don't even care. I mean, honestly, yeah, at this point, it, it's a compliment. I mean, what, what coach yeah. doesn't want someone who's going to leave it all out there? I mean, our coach literally, literally told us Sunday when we played Ohio, don't, don't leave anything behind. Leave it all on the field. I mean, it's so cliche, but it's also true. If you're going to play a sport, yeah. you might as well play it with a hundred percent of your effort and attitude and competition. Then just, uh, I'm going to give 80% today. You know, you might as well put your whole, right. whole effort into it because then it's going to be the best outcome for you, your team and everybody involved. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. It's kind of like uh shit or get off the pot basically. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Really is. I like it. That's a good way to put it. A try hard. I've, I've never heard that, that term actually, <laughs> mm -hmm. but very oh, yeah. good. I mean, you really can't care what anyone thinks or how you look when you're out there. You just have to go out and do you. And um, like you said, put it all out there. I know when I played, I, I didn't even think about those things. They never oh, crossed yeah. my mind. I just was so passionate and I just wanted to win because I was so competitive. And I think like th what the dog looks like for everyone is different, but you just have to know what motivates you and go after it. Definitely. I totally agree. I totally agree. But I don't think, and maybe I'm wrong, but you can't rely on others to motivate you. You have to know what motivates no. yourself. It, it's got to come within, from within you. All right. So just kind of, that was just a great answer. And I think the idea of getting that dog out, not caring what, you know, other people think, it, it's so big, especially um, in that realm of female athletics. And I know a lot of guys think way too much about what other people think of them. It's just a... It's a huge concept of getting out of your comfort zone and just playing the game you love as hard as you can possibly play it. And that's what's key. So thank you so much. That. Yeah. Aaliyah, thanks so much for joining us. So I just thought of one last thing. What is your most embarrassing moment <laughs> on the soccer field? Well, in high school, I remember I tripped myself and I sprained my wrist. So that was, oh my that was pretty funny. No one was I mean, even near me and I just biffed it. It's, just, it's bound to happen as much as, you exactly. know, as much as you're running around. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's a good story. It's a good story to tell after. That's a pretty exactly. good one. Exactly. So I bet you mine beats yours. What's yours? So when I played at Eastern, we were playing at Ford Field against Central Michigan. Right. And it was like a lot of overtimes uh -huh. and we were on the field so long and it's like a quarter mile <laughs> walk up the stadium that I actually peed my pants. <laughs> I am, I am not joking. I couldn't get off the field cause it was, it was overtimes. <laughs> so it was like, we were on offense and then we had to go right back on offense. And I mean, you know how to, you know, how we hydrate before, you know, oh, during yeah. the game. Oh yeah. There was That's no way so I couldn't, funny. I couldn't walk a quarter mile up the tunnel to go to the bathroom. Oh God. <laughs> the only thing, that, the only thing that saved me, honestly, was that we were dark green pants and I had them all sweated out anyway. <laughs> I can only imagine if you were in white pants. Oh, oh my God. gosh. So anyway, 
Yeah. I always like to ask that one just because it's That's just a so funny. funny. So, well, all right, Leah, thanks a lot for jumping on. We really appreciate it. And, thank you so uh, much for having to, me. Absolutely. We look forward to, to talking to you um, a little bit more later on. So thanks a lot. Have a good off day and uh, we'll uh, be in touch. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Leah. We'll okay. talk to you. Bye. Yep. Bye. Probably the biggest question I get is how does the mental game affect physical performance? Well, research and stats show that less than 30% of performance results come from talent and the physical skill set. This means that 70% or more of an athlete's achievement is not visible. It lies directly between the ears. An athlete who neglects to work on their mental game is leaving a vast amount of potential on the table. It's kind of like going to a concert and getting a lawn seat instead of the VIP package with front row seats and a backstage pass. Which one would you prefer? That's what I thought. The VIP unforgettable experience. This is why I created Mainer Leadership and developed my mental game coaching programs. I provide athletes the VIP experience and walk with you every step of the way on your journey to the next level. Book a 15-minute strategy session now at www.mainerleadership.com and we can dive into your specific opportunity. I'm doing this because you might not know where to start all this mental game stuff. And secondly, because I was right where you are and I want to help. You can also get a free sports grit quiz with full in-depth results emailed to you by going to mainerleadership.com and clicking the link. Again, just go to mainerleadership.com to book your free strategy session with me and to take the free sports grit quiz to get your results emailed to you. I challenge you now to push past average.